wake up at 5am, put the towels over, and then they just leave and they expect to have that sun lounge all day? Hell no. Your towel's going in the pool if you're around me. Like, yeah. have, you, have you ever done that, though? No, I haven't. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to the Rooting Around podcast. Um, I'm Tom. I'm Amanda. And I'm Ed. It's weird. It's really strange. Dad's, Dad's not here, so... Um, one of his terrible sons got to step up and do it. Obviously, we've got a new person here. Amanda, Hello. who has travelled all over the world. Mm, yeah, most you've places. Been, you've been to every continent. No, I haven't. I've not been to the Americas. You've not been to South America? Not South America, no. North America? I don't really care about North America. No, I'm joking. I do. You're so ready for the routine. Oh, yeah, you'll podcast. be good. You'll be, yeah, you're fine. <laughs> you'll fit right in. No, I thought you went to Peru. No, never oh, went. No, okay. unfortunately not. Yeah. No. But you've been to North Africa. You've been to well, most of Europe. North You're from Af- Australia, uh-huh. early, obviously. Been uh, to Asia. You've been to Asia. Yeah, just the Americas. Is the only one? And the Antarctica's and the Arctic? Antarctica's or Antarctica? Is it a singular, plural? I don't know. I think it's just the Antarctic. Yeah. And then the Arctic. Yes. But that's not a continent. The, the ticks. The ticks. The ticks. But there's only one tick because the Arctic is just a region. Um, well, which was the best one then? Europe, I think. Oh, maybe, I don't know. This is so strange because obviously your perspective is like from Australia. I would never put... Uh, Europe is pretty cool. Yeah. But because it's not exotic, I would never put it as like but the it best. it is though. Look at the beaches you have. You've got like Malta. You can go from like Malta to Germany and it's like completely different. Whereas, you know, Australia, you drive from like Melbourne to Sydney and it's literally the exactly the same like landscape. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. If, you're, if, you're, if you're going to Germany for a beach holiday, that's something, <laughs> yeah. there's something significantly wrong with you. Um we need to introduce. We need to tell uh, us and the listeners and viewers uh, who you, who you actually are. Oh yeah, I'm Amanda. I'm Kevin's girlfriend, but I like to be known as Amanda. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to live in his shadow. I do all the time. Um, I used to live with this guy here, Tom, and I met you on the rally. Yeah, yeah. So you've actually also been to places together, like traveling. Yeah, we worked. We worked in worked in the Czech Republic together. We did uh, Russia. Did you- Russia, did, you, did we work in Romania as well together? Or did I? Did you work a Vama party that I was at? I don't know. Oh, those were so good. I remember you being there, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think so I remember good. me being there. <laughs> so yeah, no, I, I think know. there was the year I didn't. I didn't. I think I might have been dicking around in the monkey bikes. No, because Alex and Carlos were there. Yeah, you were monkey bikes. Yeah. Oh no, no it wasn't because I sent. I went straight out to Russia. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I remember. It's all come flooding back to me. Yeah. What, is that Romania, Bulgaria? Vama. Uh, it's right on the bulgarian it's in romania but ah. right on the bulgarian border like, mix, like if you merge into one there like if you walk half a kilometer down the beach from vama there's like this it's fucking terrible like it's just like they've piled up driftwood and then they put a sign saying end of country and that's and that's just <laughs> end like, of country well i don't know I'm, i was reading between the lines um <laughs> how romanian <laughs> and yeah you can you can like walk into bulgaria from romania you can, or, or you can walk into any country that borders any other country but it's like a little road that goes yeah around and um yeah that's cool no that and was a good party to be fair it was really really fun for the yeah i'm a vache i'm a vache i'm a vache i don't know yeah i'd probably say sh- sh- i'm a vache yeah, it is Che. Uh, yeah, it's a cool little place in Romania. For yeah, it's on by the Black Sea, and it's fun. And we had a we used to do a, a rally party there. And yeah, last time I saw Ed there, I think I had one too many palinkas. <laughs> oh yeah, you gave us a bo- actually I you did. gave us a plastic bottle of palinka. I did. And we had it for the longest time because that thing is is not drinkable. It's it's Whoa. petrol. 
basically. It, it, I love it, I love palenka. Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> but like you do need like, a few drinks before you're able to drink that. Yeah. We had it in. Uh, we were stuck in in Georgia for a bit because our car was being um, a princess, and we drank a lot of it there. It was like a litre bottle as well, yeah, wasn't it? It, was it wasn't big, just one of those small ones. It was ones. clear as well. It, yeah. So it's... I remember actually, it was in Romania. I had, obviously, I got basically paid in Palinka rather than money. So I had, I think it was 12 litres of Palinka in the uh, in the hostel that we're staying at. And Carlos went to go <laughs> brush his teeth. Wait, wait, oh, yeah, wait, wait, there you go. Hostel. <laughs> Sorry, <I> hostel. <laughs> I was actually explaining this to my wife, really, because I was telling her that you were coming on. And I was like, I know exactly what, like, as soon as we say you're pronouncing it wrong, I know what you're going to say. It's be like, do you call it a hotel? A no, hotel. you don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you've got a point. To be fair. I'm gonna... <laughs> anyway, you were saying. And uh, Carlos was brushing his teeth and he didn't want to oh. use the tap water. So he grabbed what he thought was a bottle of water and was palinka. You never, you never, gla- you never grab clear blast- plastic bottles. With, I know, with no labels. In, in Eastern Europe. <laughs> it's just like, it's the first <laughs> lesson. Yeah. So that was a fun experience. Oh. Oh, well, at least they would have. Clean teeth. Yeah, well, sterile. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For sure, yeah. Exactly. That's what I said. That's all right. I mean, you did obviously did the rally, and I think did. we've actually played one of your stories from the rally. Oh, you um, did too. When, my uh, Mongolian when, story. Did, did he give you a watermelon? He did. He gave That's me a watermelon. Tradition, yeah. Traditionally, how they seal a marriage yeah. in, in Mongolia. Yeah, because <laughs> he it was his car. Is it actually? Filled. Is that what you're no, saying? That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Instead of a ring, you just you know give each other a watermelon. You stomp one. on it like you would in. <laughs> how romantic. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then from from like the the flesh, new watermelons grow. Yeah, and that's I think if that's not a metaphor for a healthy marriage, I don't know. People, I don't know what is. Do they people do that when they die? Do they not get given seeds? So when they get buried, they grow into trees. Why in Mongolia? No, you can get. Um, I don't know. Do you not, think in well, general, there's a place near me actually. Um, they basically put you in a sack, and then um, they put like a tree seed on at the top, so the roots will grow into you oh, as, my, as my you decompose. Actually, my, my parents are not dead, but they have, have planned a funeral already by doing that. That's so cool. I've, yeah, I'm doing that. I haven't planned it, but I'm just I'm doing it. I want to okay, do that as well. Cool. So, apart from Romania and uh, Mongolia, yeah. let's let's go back, like because I thought about this. Okay. You grew you grew up in Australia. I did. What was your first trip abroad? Because abroad is like the closest thing is well, you got New Zealand, and I guess. Northeast, Indone- Indonesia, Indonesia, Thailand. I think mine was India, my very first trip abroad when I was 18. I didn't really go away overseas. And when I lived in Australia, I did like the Queensland, Adelaide, like the typical Aussie holidays and just around Melbourne. But yeah, when I was 18, my friend who was from India at the time, well, not at the, he was from <laughs> India, sorry. And he was living in Australia at the time. He's like, do you want to come back and visit my family with me? I'm like, cool. Yeah. So we went for like five weeks. And I put on like five kilos in five weeks. I ate so much food. It was great. Loved Probably it. Probably worth it. Where, whereabouts in India did you go? Goa. So down south. I did like, I arrived in Mumbai and then we caught the train from Mumbai down to Goa. Got the train all the way down. It was so cool. It was like 24 hours it was. It was so long. Maybe it wasn't that long. It was ages ago, but it was very, very long. And I can just remember opening the door. Like, health and safety does not exist in India. Yeah, I remember opening the door and it was just like, like drop because it was on a bridge and then like me and my friend Roger we just put our legs over and just sat like eating biryani while I was watching the the like yeah the jungle it was great God, it's so like romantic. quite jungly isn't it it's like yeah it's beautiful and really warm and humid yeah very hot yeah I, I love it I recommend Goa definitely I really want to go to India like with a passion yeah. to go. um 
but yeah, not had the chance yet. You I'll go. get to it. I know I will. I haven't got an Indian friend called called Roger. <laughs> <laughs> so it's cool can, though. Yeah, send me his number. I will. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, no, Rog. Goa is quite interesting because it's a very like Portuguese heavy town because mm-hmm. the yeah the Portuguese obviously didn't they like end up taking over India for a bit and it wasn't all like they, the seven. They had some trade. Like, yeah, some, like spice out and, and stuff. Yeah, probably murdered a few people because that's what Europeans did. But yeah, yeah, yeah brought, but, brought Christianity. Exactly. And then the area I was living in, living in, staying in, was called Santa Cruz. Everyone's oh, yeah. surname was like Portuguese surnames. And uh, Roger. yeah, yeah, Roger. <laughs> it's the most Portuguese name I've ever heard in my life. Um, no, but yeah, it was really cool. I, I really loved it. Definitely want to go back. It's been ages. So, how old were you when you did the rally then? I was 24, 23, 2013. How old? It's 2022 now, and I'm 33 now. So, 23 yeah so yeah. so what did you do in the in the five years between hanging out with roger and goa yeah and and doing the rally i went to thailand as well had that that was fun i did the typical like five star resort with a swim up bar well with me did yeah. you yeah oh, it was amazing oh, that's so fucking bougie i've never heard about this oh, is that that is not typical <laughs> oh it's so good i stayed in this super nice hotel and then uh i thought typical was like getting fucked up with people from wigan Oh, yeah. Well, this is Australian typical because, you know, we had the money for it. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. No. You, we are not getting many followers off the <laughs> no, back sorry. of this. <laughs> no, it was so good. Uh, yeah, had th- uh, three po- three pools with three swim-up bars in the hotel. One, no kids were allowed. The other two kids were. So, clearly, we always stayed in the adult one. But then the ocean was literally just over the road. So, you'd go there. But you had to pay to get those sun lounges. And oh, like, I, th- I think that's a fucking – that's a – I hate it. I, I know, I do too. I want to I want to go to the beach, but I'm I, not paying you. I almost hate them more than those people in like Benidorm, that reserve, like their, their seat sunbeds. Oh, you, oh my God. Those British people. Yeah, pretty well, much. No, Germans. Though, yeah. yeah, like they wake up at 5am, put the towels over and then they just leave and they expect to have that sun lounge all day. Hell no, your towel's going in the pool if you're around me. Like, yeah. have, you ever, have you ever done that though? No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> um, so after t- after Thailand, with its with its many swim up pools. Yeah, I did Europe. Then is that like a normal thing for Australian? Well, normal. I I'm suppose not... it's still quite expensive. But yeah, I would like, say you're 22. The goal is to go to Europe. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think a few of my friends did. I don't know. I don't know. I'm probably not the most normal Australian to ask these things, but I think a lot of my friends, I know a few people I worked with did the whole Europe trip in their early 20s because you go you either work or go to university. I found from my school personally, only 50% of the kids actually did university and 50% went to work. So a lot of people had money a lot earlier than you would mm-hmm. so people could travel earlier. And yeah, I think yeah, I think so. But they spend a lot of money as well. I was told to save thirty thousand dollars to travel to Europe. What? Is yeah, that, is that like ten grand? Oh, it's even like fifteen. They said that's how much it's going to cost for four weeks. I remember this for girl. Four weeks. That's what I remember. I was told by my boss and his daughter, <laughs> is that including flights, or? including flights. Oh, maybe your boss if he flies first class. Yeah, exactly. But still. Yeah, maybe if you go to every fucking hotel with a swim up. <laughs> Pool, swim up bar pool in Europe. Yeah, yeah, that's probably right. Yeah, it's a lot of money. It's ridiculous. And so I saved. I didn't spend that much money. I can promise you that. But I saved up a bit, and then I was at the end of it. I was like, I have so much left over. I'm like, yeah. Let's get to another. So uh, where? Hotel. So where did um? Where did you go to in Europe? Well, I arrived in the UK, and then I did the whole typical UK stuff, and I went to Edinburgh, and then from there I went to like Berlin. 
And I did Rome and then Paris. And Paris was wonderful. Got to stay a night at the Ritz in Paris as well. <laughs> that's where all the money is going. Yeah, that, that's what <laughs> Ed's, Ed's got um, strong feelings about, about Paris. Oh, tell me. I love getting to I a don't, I don't like it, really. Why? I, I have, a, I mean, I, with my family, like my sister's lived there for three, four years, maybe. I've had other family members living there and, and I've visited quite a lot and I've seen it as a tourist the first time. Okay, it's cool. Like, it's got nice stuff. Yeah. But I've also seen it as like how people live there and it's just something I would never want to do. I uh, yeah. It's well, just not why? nice. Uh, the stereotype that people are rude that is not a stereotype. It's, it's true. Like people don't have time for you. They don't really like... It's, people don't care about each other. Like they just walk past each other. Just yeah, but you've been, a lot you've been of, to Russia... I'm, I'm not going to live in Russia ever. <laughs> no, yeah. no, okay, it's a nice yeah. science experiment. You can yeah, do no, that okay. But yeah, and it's massive. Like I don't personally, I just don't like massive cities just because I like greenery and stuff like that. You've yeah. got parks and stuff, I guess, but I know it's massive. I'm, yeah, it's not like London where you've got like Hyde Park. It's... Yeah, there's no. I can't. Well, there must be, but I can't think of like massive parks like that. Um, there is one. I can't remember what it's. Yeah, there is definitely one. I. I've never been to Paris. Oh, you haven't? I've been to Disneyland, Paris, obviously. Oh, jealous. <laughs> oh, it was, inc- it was insane. Oh, it'd be so amazing going to Disneyland. I, re- I really want to go. We yeah. should, we should. Shall we do it? Sponsor us. <laughs> yeah. Rooting Around podcast in Disneyland. I actually went there as well. Like my, my parents surprised me and my sister. We were went to visit family just outside of Paris. And then in the evening they were like, you know why we're here? We're actually going to Disney uh, Disney tomorrow. And we're like, really? I, so I, they actually surprised you? Yeah. <gasps> and we were like kids. We were like, oh, oh, probably like That would have been the best thing something. ever. It was good. I remember getting the bus to Disneyland from Swansea. What, yes. like the mega bus or something? It was like, uh, just like a coach operator. Like you'd, you'd like book and then... You'd was this with book. your family or <laughs> you school? You just look disgusted. Oh, that's <laughs> like so long from Swansea. Yeah, that would have taken like 15 nice. hours or yeah, something? Yeah, it's about 15, 16 hours, yeah. Ooh. More than a day in Disney, surely. Oh, yeah. I think we had like four nights. Wow. Four or five nights. That's a lot. We went for the day. My parents were like, we're not staying in the hotel. (laughs) No, we stayed. Because my mum, my mum, as we mentioned before, my mum loves Disney. My dad, obviously my dad never came out. He was like, just take, take the children. (laughs) Um, So yeah, so she took us on the bus there. Uh, It was great. So we've covered, so obviously, India. Mm Mm-hmm. Bougie Thailand. Yep, bougie Europe. Could, it, could well. have been bougie. Yeah, some some ritzing it. Some ritzing it. Would uh, totally recommend it. That takes you up to the rally. The rally. So, yeah. What was it about Kevin that made you fall in love with him instantly? I think it was just perfect timing. Personally, <laughs> it wasn't about Kevin. I was recently single after a nine-year relationship, and Kevin slid into my DMs. I was like, all right. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Well, I'm not really, but yeah, that's <laughs> kind of how it happened. So did you go into your DMs? Oh, yeah. you didn't even meet? We met like, on Instagram. Oh, okay, so, do, oh, hey, I'm Kevin, I'm doing the same thing as yeah, you. Yeah, oh, it's so, so greasy. It's oh, so, I, th- I really... I, I thought you met in person. No. Well, not that it's bad or anything. I'm, it's so embarrassing. No, I, I thought am. you broke down somewhere and Kev came running and came, you know, slow-mo <laughs> with like a cape and just came in like, changed your tire. I'm here No, it's like, do you, want, do you want me to check your oil, love? Yeah. Yeah. Like, those jokes. <laughs> No, unfortunately, nothing like that. I hashtag Mongol Rally 2013 on one of my pictures and he liked it and said, hey, I'm doing the rally too. And I was like, cool. And then I needed some help buying a car because we're all in the UK, oh, in Australia, sorry. And uh, then I don't think he ended up helping us anyway. But yeah, he I put him in touch with my teammates because they were in the UK at the time and they got to know each other and then we met. But yeah, actually about Paris, we met 
And then literally the next day, I was going to Paris for five days with my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And, uh, and keep, you went keep to him, Australia? Keep him keen. From Australia all the way to Paris for five days? Yeah, so I came from Australia to No, your ex-boyfriend. UK. Oh, the ex-boyfriend, yeah, he came to Paris. Yeah, he was already... Because we basically booked this Europe trip and then we broke up in the January, and this is in June. And I was like, I've already paid for Paris. I'm still going. And I was being really stubborn. He's like, all right, I'll go too. So, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So, yeah. What a weird... That seems like he went on holiday out of spite. It kind of was, yeah. It was with him and his best friend and me, so I was like the biggest third wheel on the planet. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was all right. So how, how did the rally change you after doing it? Oh, before we go Ooh, to that, that's okay. a very good question. I just have a question because being Australian, that's so far away. How do you do the rally? Like you, don't have, like you said, you don't have a car. You're literally on the other side of the world. How do you plan that? Because you leave from the uk yeah. usually not, not everyone but that's a good question um well luckily i had my friends over here because my friend lists her sisters lives in brighton so they could sort the car and stuff and like put your it whole team was australian though all my team was australian yeah but for other aussies they just have to kind of get in touch with somebody who lives over here I in the uk a lo- quite a lot of like rally vets help, yeah. help with like registering cars and buying cars and like storing cars it's a nice community them. to be fair yeah it's yeah. a lovely community yeah. Anyway, how did it change you? <laughs> um, well, I lost a lot of weight on it. <laughs> That's the first thing that did. It was being vegetarian on the rally was terrible at the time. Mm, this is yeah. back in 2013. It's I probably lived, still is now. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I just lived off olives and bread. Um, so physically it changed me. I think mentally it made me less materialistic. I, But Manda pre-rally was fake eyelashes, fake tan, like I would always- Nice make, hotels. Yeah, nice hotels, <laughs> always make sure my hair's lovely. But now I'm like, oh, well, I've worn this for the last four days. I can't see any stains, so I'm wearing it again today. Yeah, it's totally fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, uh, I'm less materialistic, I would say. Um, make, and, I don't know. And aside from the, the story about the watermelons, what, yes. what, what other notable stories have you got from the rally? Um, um, mine, did you do Turkmenistan as well? Yes. So mine was Turkmenistan too. So we rocked up at um, into Turkmenistan, went to Ashgabat, and it was amazing because it was like the roads were so squeaky because they were so clean and smooth. And then you drive like 10 minutes out of the city and it's just like slums essentially. And then we all really wanted to go to the gates of hell. So we drove down for about a couple of hours. Google Maps says eight hours from Ashgabat to the the border but whatever it is it's not eight it's hours. not eight hours so we we're driving for a few hours and this car starts flashing behind us and we we're really terrified and like what's happening but they were just trying to take us to go see the gates of hell but we were all really broke like we're not gonna we're gonna walk it so we literally parked our car on the side of the road we parked it at midnight and we walked from there and we used Wait, at midnight at midnight i know the most because we want to see it at night time so we are so lucky, but at the time we used two stars, not even the northern star. Is that the one that's not meant to move, the northern star? We just picked two stars in the sky and said, okay, we just have to make sure we end up in between those when we come back. So, yeah, we walked for, I think it was six kilometres there and back. So we got back at 6 a.m. And, yeah, we got there. In Pitchback, we had one little wind-up torch as well, you know, the ones that make the noises, because I'm so terrified of, like, just open ocean open areas so i was just whining that the whole time we saw scorpions we saw like um what are those cave spiders is that what's there the, i can't remember what camel spiders that's what it is so a bunch of those and yeah it was it was amazing but it was absolutely terrifying so i've got a question yes um why 
Because we're poor. Yeah, but you could have just driven. But our car wouldn't have made it. Because back in 2013, it's not like what it was today. Like, we tried to get our car on there. It was so, like, so sandy and so bumpy. When when we went, there was no road. It was just a sand. Sand as well. Oh, ours didn't make it. There might have been a bit of, like, a pass because other cars been like been there but there was no like clear but we had to like push the car through the sand at times oh well no we, maybe we just didn't even try hard enough we just thought we came to the one obstacle like nah it's fine <laughs> we'll walk it <laughs> but That's it was great fine. yeah so you those Sorry, things like you got like a track out of it i did i got an experience and we didn't have the gate around it when we went as well so we got oh, to yeah. like properly go to the edge of it too um and to be fair that fence is not very it's point the world's yeah. most pointless fence. <laughs> exactly. I don't understand why it's there. It took about fifteen minutes, and then everyone was on the other side of the exactly. fence. Exactly, and it's so hot though, isn't it? Yeah. It's really, it's really cool. It's, it's stupid to say that, but I remember being there and being like, "Wow, oh, that fire's hot." Yeah, I know. Like, you see so many pictures of it, like leading up to the moment, and then you get there, and it's actually. It's it's not disappointing because it's massive. How hot, how hot are we talking? Can you like roast a marshmallow? Yeah, it? yeah. yeah, yeah. You're, well, like, like over, over the edge. Oh, like. if you put your hand like over it, like over the edge, I, I can't last. I mean, I might be more sensitive than others, but I can't last more than like fifteen seconds, yeah. like twenty seconds. It's actually like gets really uncomfortable. I think he did it on Dark Tourist on Netflix. I don't know if you've seen that TV show. Yes. Yeah, 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 I've seen that. Yeah, didn't he like roast something in like a fry Possibly. pan? He had it out. I remember. Yeah. But you no. should have just taken loads of like potatoes with you and some foil. I should have. And, and like, Nothing like and a just, bit of salsa just, with and my and potatoes. And a rod as well. Just <laughs> yeah, and just sure fucking had some jack of potatoes on the edge. Yeah, I should have done that. Bit of something, something to Did you have any food or anything? Like walk six hours or... No, we didn't take anything with us. Did you not Again. take any water with you? No, from oh memory. Oh my God, you're so lucky to I, be alive yeah, and here doing the Rooting Around podcast. <laughs> you're going to have die dehydration at night. What do you yeah. Can't, suppose, no, but but what, what if you get lost? You know, stars kind of, you know, the night sky. That just Exactly. That's, that's a little bit like... <laughs> I think we, well, I mean, we might have had a compass. I don't know, but none of yeah, us knew can, how yeah. to read a compass. So, yeah, there was just four of us. And we, I remember we got to the road and we came back and we looked to the right. And went, oh, there's the, the place our car's parked. It was probably like 100 metres up the road like you couldn't get more spot on so how did you know which way to walk is that because a sign there's like a massive pit of fire burning you just aim for the, the oh, heat. so you can see it on oh, the so horizon yeah you, ah. could see it. yeah you could just see a red glow in the distance and you, you just didn't know and you kept on going over every hill like oh no it's not there oh not there so oh okay that makes yeah yeah i went during the day so i couldn't see it but yeah at night that makes a lot of sense yeah, yeah. yeah. I suppose yeah. You can see as long it, as you know which side of the crater you arrived at first yeah, exactly. Yeah, you like can you get easily there, tell. Like, well, I'll pop our bags down here, and I know like we came from that way. Yeah. So yeah, yeah and then we walked back. That sounds pretty mental, to be fair. I would. I don't think I would have done that. Yeah, I think well, that was probably the most craziest thing we did. So Many. from you started in Brighton, I suppose. Started in Brighton, then went up to where did we start from? Dover. Dover Castle is where we started from, actually. Not Dover Castle. Oh, Bo- yeah, yeah. Bodium Castle. That's it. Sorry. Yeah. Is that where the launch of the yeah. rally was? Yeah, oh, okay. it was so cool. So we did that. I went straight on the ferry to like France, Germany. Did uh, it have a check party then? In the, in the castle? In Clonova Castle, in yeah. Clonova. That was really cool as well. We went up to like Kazakhstan and then we went to like the big Did you canyon. go through Iran? I did. Oh, Okay, you have, we have to talk about this. Yes. Not many oh, people God. get to go to Iran. Also, not many people have got such an amazing visa picture. As oh, does. my God. Oh, you have to send it in so we can stick up I on will. the green I'll screen. send in my picture. It's terrible. It's so <laughs> bad. I was in the uh, the pharmacy back in my little hometown in Australia before I rent, and they basically you had to wear a headscarf in the picture. So I grabbed a, like a scarf and I 
put it over my head and stapled it together so it wouldn't fall off because I didn't know what to do. And then where I'm from, it's not like the most, I guess, lefty town, let me say. I don't know how mm-hmm. to – they're a bit conservative and people just kept on coming into the news agents at the time and they're like, oh, my God, what's she doing? And the like, fucking Muslim moved yeah, into town. Genuinely. <laughs> I'm sure that was said. But, yeah, it's such a cool picture. So what was Iran like? I absolutely loved it. Honestly, I think it's one of the best places I've ever been to. Um, well, so we got there. I was a bit ill when we got there. And um, this girl, I didn't even know who she was. She was a random girl on the street, saw that I wasn't feeling too well. And she's like, do you want to come inside and use my bathroom and stuff? I'm like, yeah, that would be great. She's watching Downton Abbey and the TV in the room and the other. It was there, so there's weird. There's something about Downton Abbey in Central Asia. They love it. It's mental. I know. Yeah. So I've never seen that. We, we got to a hotel in Uzbekistan, the worst. Actually, when we get to Uzbekistan, we have to rate that hotel because it's, it was the worst rated hotel in that town we were staying at. And we, the showers didn't work and stuff like that. That's the type of level. Turn the TV on in the room. Downton Abbey. Yeah. And we're like, yes, because they put all of their hotel budget into trying to impress, <laughs> them, impress the foreigners with like Downton Abbey. Well, it worked. And they're like, <laughs> you can either have like, Downton Abbey or showers. And, and, the, and the proprietor's like, give the people what they want <laughs> yeah much rather down to nabby but yeah that's what they had and she gave me this awesome cherry water thing so it's like a cherry puree at the bottom of a cup and then water at the top and she gave me that and it made me feel so much better it was like maybe it was cranberries i don't know had a, and then um afterwards we went to tehran and i couldn't find the hotel so a taxi driver was like oh don't worry you don't have to pay me i'll just tell me where the hotel is and i'll direct you to it just follow me when you're calm like okay like everyone was so nice it wasn't what you thought i don't know what i thought anyway yeah but what were you what was your experience like in iran? i didn't go to iran. oh you didn't go to iran either wait who couldn't get it well sam and isaac well you could they could well, get they it could. But you, need but the, you need the guide and it's mega expensive oh it? so when we did it, it was a year and the guide came in and there was like all of us pulled our money together to get the guy. But the guy ended up, the guy ended up leaving. Like literally as soon as we crossed the borders, like, all right, I'll see you all later. So we all just ended up doing a run by ourselves. And it was so good. So we ended up doing with another team called uh, Genghis Khan, maybe? That doesn't make sense. Okay, anyway, there was another team. Oh, Genghis style, that's it. And they were lovely, all of them. And then we went to this little town called um, Shalus. It's a beach town. It's on the south of the Caspian Sea. Yeah. And it's such a beautiful town. It's really pretty. The beaches are stunning. We went swimming. I don't know if you were meant to as a woman, but I did anyway. Uh, good question, do you say? I don't know. Yeah, but we made sure that we where we went, there was no one else there, which is good. But um, yeah, it was Ramadan at the time, and this guy in the car drove past us and was like, you guys are foreigners, clearly. Here's some bag of figs because you can't get food at the moment. Gave us figs. Like Everyone was so accommodating. And they were lovely. The only thing was we went to the Museum of uh, Modern Art. In there was quite eye-opening. They definitely don't like America or Iran. <laughs> All the stuff in there had like... But the, they do start, like the Ayatollah does start a lot of the prayer sessions with Death to America, doesn't he? So like, <laughs> yeah. it's really like foreground. It was full on in the museum. Like they had pictures of like Obama that they like photoshopped inside toilets with like devil ears. And they had, it was like. I really want to go. Yeah, I'd call it to see that. Yeah, it was so full on. It was definitely anti-America propaganda in there. So, yeah. Good for you, Iran. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but be, how was it then as a, as a woman and also as a Westerner then? Yeah. I mean, oh, you, yeah. you said people were nice, but was there any time where you were like, oh, this is really odd 
Or I, not odd, but strange yeah. for you. I think maybe when I was in, we went to an Indian for dinner in Tehran and the woman who was serving us, it sounds really weird, but um, she was from India and so was her sister. Her sister married an Australian and she married an Iranian and she was just like talking to us about the differences what she's able to do compared to her sister and how she wishes she could have the freedom that we all have. It was more like an envy that she felt for us and I felt mm. really bad for her. And she said like, you know, back in the 70s, you didn't even have to really wear headscarves because this woman yeah, was quite a lot older. And she said like, she just feels like everything's regressing sometimes, but... Yeah, I think that's the only time being a woman, like seeing like somebody that just couldn't even just wear what they wanted to wear. But you could see all the women were like testing the limits, like putting the yeah, headscarves. Yeah, it seems as like far really back. like they've found like a really nice way to not like a nice way because it's like, still, it's still oppressive. But like there are like moments of pushback. Like there's there um, there's female football fans who dressed up as men to watch yes. Iran play in the stadium. Have you heard about this? No. Oh no, it was it was like cool. They made a film out of it called Persepolis. It's like an animated film. A bunch of Iranian female Iranian football fans who disguise themselves as men to watch. I think the game's called the Persepolis Cup. It's like the Iranian football championship final. Um, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, but it's mental that like you know, forty years ago, maybe more, eight no, fifty years ago, it was completely different. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they overthrew the Shah. Yeah, yeah and but they had like a democratically elected, and then the the yeah, Ayatollahs. But it's crazy. Like it didn't used to be like that. No, and, and now it's well. And all the women there now, like they wear like they'll go to Turkey, and this is what the lady was saying. Her daughter does it, and um, her daughter will put on like the skimpiest clothes underneath, like all of her like I think it's just a hijab. I know that's the I can't is it the full body. Apologies, I don't know what the correct word is for the it. Bur the burqa. The burqa, yeah. yeah. And then they'll get on the plane, and then they'll go changing the towards on the plane. So when they land in Turkey, they're just literally wearing like normal clothes. Yeah. Wow. I'd love to go to Iran. It's amazing. Like, Would totally recommend it. That's where Shiraz is from. It is, yeah. yeah. You know that? Yeah. That's where what is from? Shiraz, Shiraz, the red wine. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh. It's a town. It's, oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's a type a, of red wine, right? Yeah, oh, okay. where, but the grape comes from there. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah. He's from, <laughs> Europe. He's from Europe. He doesn't know his wines. No, I don't, <laughs> You're actually. You're fraud, <laughs> Do you know your wines? Because Australians love their wine, don't I they? am from the Yarra Valley, so I should know my wine. Yeah, I don't know it that well. I do. We, we've had lots of wine times together. We have had lots of wine. Especially in, our, in, our, in the place. So me and, me and <laughs> me, Amanda and Kev, yeah. well, I met you both on the same day because I moved into the house share with no, you. No, I think you met me first because the first meeting. I meet, did meet you first. It was a, oh my gosh, our first meeting was the most intense first meeting. I feel really bad for Tom. Like, yeah, I, was, yeah, I, I think. <laughs> one. So I little... don't know what to expect right now. So I had I was working at the time. Obviously, I was working in recruitment at the time, and uh, that I didn't realize Tom was moving in that day. So that day, my whole company were going to the races. So I was like, "Oh, why don't you come to my house for pre-drinks before at seven thirty in the morning?" So we're doing Jaeger bombs at seven thirty in the morning at my house, and then we all went to the races. And then there was this guy there who I didn't even know. He was he was with the company, but from another office. But he cut himself somehow. This is when we're back in Bristol after the races. And I was wearing a white dress. And he cut like, a, I think it was like a vein or something. But I had blood all over me, didn't I? It was pretty, but it was, yeah. It was full like on. Carry stuff. 
Yeah, so <laughs> I was covered in blood, which was grossed out anyway. So I'm, like, I'm going to go home. And then this guy I had to bring back because no hotel would take him and stuff. And because he was obnoxiously drunk. And I had the guilt that if, you know, if I left him on the street and something happened to him, I'd never forgive myself. So I was like, you can sleep in the laundry. And, you know, well, it wasn't really a laundry. It was yeah, like, it's like a court, like a, like a, like a small, like, alley in the corner of a house where they're full like just stuffed loads of washers yeah. and dryers and like there, was four like, fridges. there was like just enough space that you could put like some blankets down and lie down exactly so i put him in there and then i opened the door and then tom's standing there me covered in blood with this guy behind me like drunk <laughs> as a skunk i'm like hi i'm your roommate and my housemate amanda nice to meet you i'm like oh my god poor guy this is him meeting me for I, the first time i remember moving in because my parents helped me move in um I put everything in my room. I went into the lounge. It's like, oh, it's a bit less clean than it was last time. It's just like <laughs> cans of wine everywhere. That would be <laughs> like, right. like, you know, there's, there's like, there's cans really, of wine. Yeah, oh. you know, there's really like cheap plastic shot glasses just like yeah. strewn everywhere. I was like, oh yes, I'm going to fit in well at this house. <laughs> it was so messy, but we had so much fun living together. Plate smashing. Yeah. Oh, plate smashing. We that talked was about, fun. We talked oh, about yes, plate smashing. Was it in, was in the, the Greek, Greek episode. episode yeah. yeah. So you... Didn't know either Kev or Amanda before you moved into that house. No, no. So that's I, so lucky that. that was yeah, so super lucky. Because I, I got a job at this this hospice, um, and I had like a week to move to Bristol, so I came up on a couple of days, and saw some houses, and then the place where you guys were living was the only livable in budget place I could find. So I was like, yeah, I'll move in. It was and I moved in cheap. straight away. It was cheap. Yeah. And there was how many living with us at the time? Twelve. Twelve people 12. living with us, and there was. Between well, there's, there how was, big was that living room you're talking about? Uh, the living room was for like nine, and then there was three in a flat upstairs, top, top, top four right. flat. But for the nine, there was one shower for nine people. Oh, it was fucking gross. One toilet as well. And also, you, after you moved out, your bedroom ceiling basically collapsed into my room. It did. <laughs> it was a halfway house. It was honestly the worst house I've ever lived in in my life. I cried the first day I rocked up because Kev's like, "We're living in a mansion." And being Australian, I had different ideas of what. Yeah, I you're used to was. fucking swimming up, swimming up to pools. Exactly. So I'm expecting this luxurious house. I'm walking in. There's a hole in the wall that I can literally see outside from living like inside the lounge room. All the windows are glued shut. There's one toilet. Oh, shit, I forgot the windows were glued, they were glued shut. shut. Jesus. And the kitchen, like oh, the hot God. plates in the kitchen, would like the it would trip all the time if you got oh, a little God, bit of water on yeah. it. So yeah, it was. So probably really dangerous. How much were you paying per month? Uh, I think I think I five hundred. I think it's about five hundred. Yeah, five hundred between a month. me and Kev. Yeah, so I was like two fifty oh, okay. a month, and you were five hundred. Quite, you know, and back like, then every like. night from about nine till one a.m. You'd hear the sound of like balloons next door. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like oh great. And you'd have random people pop through the window. It was so much fun. Crap house, fun times. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's not for a long time, but yeah. it's a good time. Exa exactly. I, I was there for what? Just a, I think just under a year I was there for. Yeah. Um, we were with you for six months living there. Then you moved to Clifton. We did. Fancy pants. You moved to Clifton? We did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah stunning. It yeah, was it fantastic. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Hence why you only stayed there for a year. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. But um, I'd say out of Bristol. You've been to other places like Morocco. Morocco. Love Morocco. Absolutely. How many times have you been? Because you've been this year as well. I went in October last year. Oh, last year. So I went to October last year, then I think three times. I've only ever been for work, though. I've never been for pleasure. But absolutely love Morocco. Would say. Really? Hands in down. In spite of working there? 
Yeah, well, you know, you they're know, working. You do, you do the fun customer stuff. I know, I do. I'm, I'm like, my job is to make sure every what was <laughs> to make sure that everyone was kept happy. So wait, wait, let's go back a bit. Okay, you sorry. all live together in the same house. This is me asking questions. Uh, yeah, you all live in the same house together, and then you're like, oh, let's all go work for the same company. Oh my god, well, we it, did, all, it all happened. It all happened over over the course of what five Four, years five years yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. so kev was already working there wasn't he yeah and then i went out to volunteer and then about yeah. maybe like five months later started working for yeah, they were like the, the russian speaking guy coming yeah in. you're useful <laughs> <laughs> also i think it's because i was the only person the only volunteer they had out at the finish line who'd, who'd like willingly get in a skip to sort through rubbish because i was just like well, whatever <laughs> got me out here for free so i might as well clear up through all the wasps um <laughs> <laughs> and then you started working about two years afterwards, I think. Yeah, 2019, Jan 2019. I was like a leech. I was like, please give me a job. And then I found my friend Sally was leaving. And I was like, here's my resume. Please give me a job. And lo and behold. <laughs> yeah, that's the year I did the rally as well. So Yeah, Perfect. exactly. So you worked the finish with us. Was it I twice didn't... you worked it or once? No, just once. So we all worked in Russia together as well at the finish. Oh, I remember you were a... wearing this thing when we arrived at the finish line i was what? you were wearing this i have a very vague memory of it it's like this really long dress like traditional dress or maybe it was a hat something was red. that definitely me yeah, yeah there's not that many oh. <laughs> was it a scarf that was blue we no, had, no, no, everyone, that, had like everyone got bag. that blue scarf but no it was i got something... i got those scarves blessed by a by a llama oh great yeah. All of them no, just all of them. I got, got it blessed in bulk. Well, I still have that scarf. It's it's <laughs> the things I do. I did for you at the finish line. It's going there. Yes. I still got it. It's attached to like a um, massive duffel bag I've got. Sweet. Yeah. What were you wearing? You I think it was my honest, coat. You're probably just wearing that long carpet coat. Eh? Yeah, yeah. I think it was that coat. It's like <gasps> it was that yeah, coat. It was that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been like three yeah. degrees. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really intense, colourful, like Technicolor yeah. dream coat, coat type yeah. coat. Yeah. How are you not boiling in that? Because there's a lot of there. Yeah. It's like it fucking cold. Don't, yeah, it's really fair. I was wearing it was a coat as well. Yeah. 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 And then I remember it was like there was like fire or something, and I was really paranoid about getting oh, my yeah. coat on fire. That like, was a great show. Oh, that would have gone up. Yeah. That was a mental fire. That show. was so good, wasn't it? Yeah. Like the, um, what do you call them? The people with the sticks that spin them around. Marina. And then he just friend took out this like, proper like fire gun. Like, yeah, like a just... flamethrower, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I feel like I missed all of that. I'm sure you organized it. Was that it. Alten? Yeah, but I know I was there, but I don't remember it. Oh, you... I wasn't drunk. You must not have been there, otherwise you would remember. I was definitely there because I, I was I was the I was the translator for the rapper. You were, yeah. Not, not on stage, obviously. Right, but <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a bit, I would pay money to see that. And then yeah. we had the um, the violin some, like, guy. Some, we, some, oh, we did, was, the guy who played the Morinchor. Do you remember that? No, I don't remember. I remember the, the rapper. I remember the fire, but I don't remember. I think he came out. We had some like Cossack dancers too. Oh, we did Cossack. too, yeah. But really, I remember. They all merge into one for me. Do they? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure you gave me Palinka that day as well. Speaking, I probably was, yeah. Speaking of that, that um, musician... Do you remember the greatest dessert you've ever had in your entire life? I do, and the name of yeah. it as well. It was um, translated from Russian into English. Was it um, a sea buckthorn dreaming of becoming a Moroccan orange? That was the name what? of the dessert. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was it. it yeah, was... 
And then I had the, the was it milk mushrooms under a snowy bled, a snowy bled, snowy bed of sour cream. No, that, that sounds about Russian, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> and there was like a taste of boozo and stuff. That was, we went out for that really bougie meal. We did, yeah. We, we heard that guy playing fucking Titanic on, on the cello. We were yeah. Like, You're coming to our party, mate. And then no one else appreciated it. <laughs> no he one was remembers. the best thing. The he best really thing was, yeah. Mate, you don't remember any of it, do you? No. Okay. <laughs> well, obviously, we did our job then. Yeah, yeah, everyone yeah, yeah, definitely. Drunk and happy. <laughs> yeah, very happy that day. Oh. Would yeah. you rather work in Russia or Morocco? It depends. It depends. I guess because, by the sounds of it, Tom and Kev find Russia fairly miserable but fun. Yeah. But Morocco did not seem like fun. I think... sometimes Morocco can be magical and, and, yeah. and just like out of this world. Like, you mean the views or the experience? Well, like yeah, the views. And like when, after all the customers have gone, and you're just you're just sat in like a little sort of oasis in the Sahara Desert, just chilling. Mm. Or like when you're driving across the country or driving over the Atlas and you see like the, the, like the majesty of the place. It's yeah. fucking incredible. But like Kev, when you need to ad hoc find 25 50cc scooters and get them shipped from Marrakesh to the desert on, in 36 hours, you can see where the stress builds up. Like, yeah, 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 <laughs> um, yeah, it's very... uh, so yeah, I suppose it's sort of six of one. For me, at least. And I think for men in Morocco, it's probably a bit worse than women. I mean, personally, I had really? a great time. Well, me and Kev had like one day polar opposite experiences. So I left my little bum bag inside a taxi with my passport, my purse and my two phones, my personal phone, my work phone. And then the taxi drove off and I was panicking. I was like, this is literally everything. Ten minutes later, the taxi driver drives back and like, oh, you left these in the back of my cab. I'm like, oh, my gosh, thank you so much. Nothing was taken. Literally the same day, Kev was walking down the street, was on the phone, and someone came on and like went to grab his phone. But luckily his phone was so bad that he was like trying to hear. He was actually listening to Ash, like, talking to Ash at the time. He was trying to hear Ash. And he's like, sorry, I can't hear you. So he had his phone pressed really hard against his ear so he couldn't take it and i was like so weird that we both had like polar opposite experiences but mm. yeah super safe as a woman as well i find absolutely because everyone gets really nervous being a woman in morocco but honestly like i felt absolutely fine walked around the medina by myself i mean obviously you know have so caution it's, it's but... very like looky looky miss mrs pretty lady look at my yeah my, look at my teapot like no and but you're just... really, i feel like you're really bad at it why you, you can't like because you can't like disengage and blank people. I know. I kind of so, feel so rude. So you're you're, you're like yeah, because you're like building them. up their hopes. Like, oh, I've got a mark here. I'm gonna sell, yeah. sell all my teapots. Let me just go get my husband and I'll come back. That's my thing, <laughs> and I never come back. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I'd love to buy your spices. Mm. Let's go get my man. Yeah, he's got the money. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> Have you been to Morocco? I've not been to Morocco, but I've been in similar like you know markets where they just try to shove anything in your hands yeah to buy it but i've really want to go to morocco um and from like Should north america is definitely like top thing wait like, north africa you say north, uh, north north africa sorry. oh i was gonna say morocco is definitely like the top <laughs> destination i'd go to yeah i'd love to do it like properly like as a tourist rather than work it because you've got like even like the i think it's called darkla or something it's like the so you've got Morocco, it's like along the coast on the um, west, just near Mauritania. And they do, I think it's like the windsurfing capital of the world because it's just oh, yeah, yeah. basically yeah. dunes to ocean. It looks amazing. Yeah, I really want to go there. And a food. I've looked, oh, I've looked at that place. It's in, yeah, it's in the, uh, 
it's in Western, Western Sahara, Western isn't it? Sahara, yeah, it's really it. expensive yeah. to get there. I looked at going there. Um, yeah. But I couldn't afford it. <laughs> and I can't windsurf, so what's the <laughs> can I actually? So it's money then. Yeah. Um, Kevin told us to talk, ask you about Croatia. Oh, yeah. So we went to Croatia. Um, we went to a nudist camp. Oh, that's that's yeah. yeah, okay. By Again, mistake or? No, intentional. My friend, um, Caitlin, she told me about nudist camping and like nudist resorts. And she's like, you have to do it. I'm like, what do you mean? And she said like, so firstly, the beaches are so much nicer because they're owned by like the campsites and stuff and they're always maintained and you don't have pesky kids there. And, you know, just it's a nice feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's cheap as well because, you know, you don't have as many people wanting to go to nudist places. But it was hot. It was great. Would totally recommend it. Loved it. <laughs> and were you like all out straight away? Like you were completely convinced? of? Uh, no, I wasn't. Kev was. It took me a little longer. I was a bit nervous. Um, but yeah, essentially after a while, you just it's so much better like going to the ocean. You come out, you don't have any bathers or anything that you have to dry off. You're like, oh, cool. I'm dry now. Like, Do you not get all sandy? No, because it's stones. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you allowed to wear those little shoes, though? Yeah. Yeah, I think you're allowed to wear clothes if you want to, but it's almost, like, weird if you do wear clothes. Do you think think they can can tell who the new ones are? Oh, absolutely. The the seasoned nudists are like... Yeah, you're the ones walking around like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, oh, my bits are out. But, yeah. What's the age average? Oh, we were definitely the youngest by far, for sure. I imagine it'd be quite... Uh, I would say like 70, 60 or 70. Oh, yeah, we were so young. But yeah, but it was even better though, because just us then. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, exactly. You really, honestly, it gets out of your head after a day or so, after being naked around everybody. You forget that everyone's naked. I know it sounds really stupid, but you really do. You have less washing to do as well. You don't have to worry. Like, it's only at night. You, we wore clothes at night because it just got a bit chilly and you don't want to freeze. But yeah. <laughs> don't know. Yeah, freeze cold nips. Yeah. <laughs> and then we went to, in Croatia as well, we went to a wellness bar, which was like a nudist bar as well. Again, loved it as well. That one, the, the, the age was probably more our age, I would say. It was like mid-20s to mid-30s that were there. And, yeah, that was really good as well. It was only 20 euro for six hours. What? I know, it was so cheap. Yeah. Well, like, including... Including um, treatment, treatment, everything. Yeah, well, I d- we had like uh, they had all different saunas. They had like a Japanese spa. They had these like water beds that you could lie on, and it heated up, so you could set them to like a temperature. So you just lie there, and like you could just feel it warming up inside of you, or inside, outside. Yeah, well, <laughs> you kind of blend into the furniture once naked. But yeah, it was so good, and it was actually the same town. Weirdly enough, I don't know why I know this fact that Melania Trump's from. <laughs> oh, it's in Slovenia then. Yeah. Oh, it must be Slovenia. Yeah, that one was Slovenia, and the nudist camp was Croatia. Yes, it was in the same holiday. So she's from a town called like Nova Meste or something in Slovenia. Huh. That's literally just Newtown. Is that what it's, it is? Yeah, Newtown, huh. Slovenia. <laughs> well, that's where we were. So yeah, and that's what I googled. I'm like, what's famous about this town? And everyone's like, Melania Trump's from here. I'm like, okay, if this is your claim to fame, then <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm well, Joe. I really want to go. I really want to go to. I want to go to a spa. I feel mm. like I could do with the treatment. Yeah, me too. Um, and I'm 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 sold on nudist. Yeah, I would yeah. try. It. I, I don't think that'd be. Would you try it? You yeah, reckon? I think so. Do you reckon we could do a, a, a rooting around nudist <gasps> special? We could just like we could. Mm. Well, I'm sitting on this anyway. I've only got. I could tuck it. I don't even know how to <laughs> like sit. I'm on, like I'm on RuPaul. Oh, <laughs> 
yeah i would try it yeah and definitely have to be like somewhere warm at the beach where it's practical as well yeah exactly yeah, would you, would you do it not. in the uk no unless it was like maybe inside a resort maybe because that's what my friend does she literally what about a spa no. yeah well exactly yeah. something like that she said she would advise not to get an all-inclusive because she would eat her breakfast and they'd go down and you'd all be naked eating and she goes like if you have like scorching hot eggs or something and you spill some on you she says it's really not pleasant that's the only thing but make sure you wear like, yeah that's just sensible yeah that's just don't be a grot while eating or just, wear or just only have cold breakfasts. Oh, yeah, or you have cheese and eggs and stuff. I'd feel freaked. I'd freaked. I'd get a little bit freaked out if some food dropped on me. Well, it's like sitting, I, doing you... activities or being on the beach naked is fine. Yeah. But I feel like more formal occasions, not that breakfast is formal, but you know, like when you all sat <laughs> Can down. Be if you want. If, <laughs> if, if, if they were all like, all right, now we're going to have bingo, and we all, you all just sat there and. Naked. Naked, waiting, yeah. for, waiting for them to like call out the numbers. I'd be like, oh, that's a bit odd. I want to be outside when I'm naked. I think that's my point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fair, yeah. In Outside well, or the, in like a spa or something. Yeah. yeah, it yeah. Would feel Some, somewhere so... where it would be more natural. Like I wouldn't go on, I wouldn't go to the fucking games room and be like, oh, I want to play FIFA now. I would just be like, wait. <laughs> like, yeah, do you know what I mean? <laughs> you spend the first hour and a half like staring and be like, you kind of saw that old man's todger. Yeah, yeah. You, you kind of do stare a lot. And there's a lot of beautiful women that part of the world as well. So, what, even the 80 year olds? Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That Mediterranean They're diet. the best. <laughs> so, where's next? What's the next big holiday plans? Um, I don't know. Well, actually, we're talking about Disneyland oh, Paris. Came, you just came back from Australia. As I well. did, yeah. I just uh, came back from few, Australia like a few weeks ago. Yeah. Months. Four weeks, five weeks ago, I would say. But I mean, I don't really classify that as a holiday because yeah, that's yeah. seeing family and stuff. And going, going to the drive-through pet shop. Oh my god, drive! We went up. there. Did Kev send you the yeah. video? And the, the bottle, and the bottle, drive-through bottle. Everything's drive-through. Um, yeah, it's... that's just something I didn't know about Australia because I've, the only Australia I've seen is like New South Wales, like this perfect like beach, like type, Bondi like, Beach. Yeah, everyone's just fucking triangular like just perfect body shapes everyone's just perfect oh it's everyone's definitely not. <laughs> and then kev says oh yeah they're all fat and go to drive throughs all the time i'm like that's not yeah. really? I, I, I suppose that's part, I part of me didn't want to didn't because like, I, I associate that type of like lifestyle of driving everywhere as being like a very american thing yeah and i didn't think australia was quite like that but then when you think about the size it makes of it, so much sense uh, yeah obviously it makes yeah. so much sense but a part of you is just like Oh, I thought you were better than that. I, I, thought, I thought you were more active than that. Like, it's like a really weird amalgamation of England and America, Australia is. Like, we've got a lot of traditions. Like, I would say my family would do, like, the Sunday roast like they do over here. Um, like, the way that they, I guess, celebrate things is very English, whereas it's very Americanized in the food and the driving and, like... Media culture. Media culture, yeah. It's fucking horrific. I don't know. I'd move to Australia. I probably yeah. would as well. But I wouldn't move to America. No, I don't think I'd ever move to America, personally. Depends how much that's getting paid. I like to have my yeah. rights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Oh, yeah, God, yeah. No, yeah. No, no. <laughs> yeah, no, Australia's not too bad. I, I like it. I don't want to slag off Australia because it is a great country. It's just not for me at the moment. <laughs> it's the Do most... you think you would ever go back? Uh, uh, maybe, maybe. I don't know. That's a hard one. I'd like to. Maybe when I get a bit older, ask me if I have, when I have, have kids and then I might be like, okay, I'll go to Australia now. But at the moment, I'm loving my life too much over here. It's like 
so good over here. Genuinely, you don't understand how good you got it over here. So what's so good about Well, the fact that you can go to a park and there's a bunch of people in the park and if you just start to throw a frisbee, the person, the picnic next to you, you don't even know, will be like, oh, mate, can I join? Like, absolutely. And you're really? in, Australians don't do that? Yeah. Li- I, I always thought Australians are really friendly. Oh, no, in, they in are, a- but you just don't go to parks. You don't, you don't go to parks and see everyone goes in the gardens. So you don't have that community. Like, on a Thursday night, you walk past Arnold Feeney in Bristol and there's hundreds of people yeah. down and... You just don't have that um, in the city centre. Of course, you would, but in the suburbs and stuff, you just don't have that kind of feeling. It's like you only become friends with people you know out of coincidence. You wouldn't probably really meet randomers out as much. I feel mm. this is my personal experience, by the way, guys. <laughs> I mean, also like, it is Bristol. You haven't lived yeah. in uh, Sunderland. Oh no, exactly. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah you've, like, but, <laughs> but you've been to Newport loads. <laughs> That's true. So you know, like, like. Well, I love Newport as well. God, how the fuck can you love Newport? I don't know. I love it. Absolutely love it. I can't judge. You've never been? Don't. All right. So nudist camping in Newport. That's it. At the seawall. We'll do it. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Wait, does a nudist camp in Newport? No, we'll make one. Oh. Uh, that's what we <laughs> need to the do. The three of us. <laughs> Just go, go out on the swing bridge. Yeah. Or <laughs> well, we could do it on the golf course. That'd be nice. That'd be They've lovely. Got... Or is it the transporter bridge? Is that the swing bridge you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, the transporter yeah. bridge. I organised an abseil off that. You did? Fucking terrifying. Yeah, I didn't... didn't. 80 mile an hour winds. Oh didn't go well. No, thank you. <laughs> um, Hate heights. <laughs> yeah, we'll get you to... You need to come to South Wales. But you just, like, about 35 seconds ago said, don't go there. Yeah, not, not that part. Not that part. <laughs> not Newport. Well, uh, listening to the episode with Ash, I was like, I might go to Cardiff Bay. Yeah, it's go lovely. This, go this weekend. It's going to be hot for once. Yeah, uh, I'm working this weekend, but yeah. Well, let's go any day then. Yeah. Yeah, cool. I like Cardiff Bay. Good food, fun things to do, like jet skiing and, or not jet, like in water, like speed boating or something. Or yeah, they do speed boating, but you can also get a boat up to the Millennium Stadium, like a boat bus. Oh, that'd be nice. Is that... a Millennium Stadium next to like a canal or something? It's next to a river. Is it? Oh. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I've never been, so how would I? Be? I'm Australian. That's <laughs> that your excuse. <laughs> yeah, for everything. Every time I don't know my geography, Australian. <laughs> it's a good excuse to be fair. I don't know anything. Well, I probably do just because I've been, but I can't. You said you're from Queensland? Melbourne. Melbourne? You, no, you're not from. I am from Melbourne. That's what you said. Yeah. Oh. So you're from the south? From the south. I thought you yeah. were from the. Well, Definitely. there's nothing in the north in any way. No, apart from like in. everything that kills you is up north. Melbourne's fine. And Queenslanders and everything with A. That's Isn't, good, A. Is that, uh, a que- is that a Queensland thing? I think it is, yeah. Every time I, I can always pick a Queenslander by the way they end their sentences, I feel. So what are the stereotypes about people from different um, territories or different um, oh, districts? You're asking the wrong person here. Um, I would say Melbourne probably is your most cosmopolitan city. That's like hipster coffee wankers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's where the Cortado was Sydney, invented. To be fair. So you thought it, that was Sydney. Is, so is it? No, nah, Sydney's like biz- business surf wanker. Really? Yeah, I'd compare it that Melbourne is like Bristol. Like it's a, you're not as big as Sydney. It's a bit smaller, not too much smaller, but you're more independent. It's very run by food, drink, coffee, culture. Like, yeah, it's... That's exactly how I felt about Sydney. I was and like, this like, is so cool. Like arch- oh, architecturally, it's a bit more like British looking. Yeah, I would say so. You've got Flinders Street Station, which is like very similar to Temple Mead Station, like the way it's like... And But Sydney's more like your London. So you still have like the areas really? in it which are a little bit more like hipster. But I haven't been to Sydney for years, to be fair. If so. Sydney's more like your London, then... Melbourne sounds fucking amazing because I oh. love Sydney. You will love Melbourne. Melbourne's great. It's just a lot colder. Well, not a lot, a bit colder. What is cold? 
It was freezing when we went. I that said to actual, actual freezing it was, below zero. I well not no, not literally freezing, but I said to Kevin, I was like, bring jackets. It's gonna be cold and winter. And he's like, nah, I'm fine. I'm like, no, trust me. Literally, we were wearing two pairs of socks, like beanies, gloves, like three jumpers on because those houses aren't built for the cold. So when like, it's like single glazing windows everywhere, like my it's like the exact opposite problem we're having now yeah exactly but is, is it getting colder every year or uh it was it actually did get below zero where my sister lives up in like several way which is like this like little i guess farm farm like like the, we caught the the bush that's anything that's not city in australia yeah. you caught the bush or the sticks so that's where she is and it does get freezing there like you'd wake up every morning you'd have to like do the whole scrape off your windscreen kind of thing like it does get really cold no one thinks that. No. <laughs> yeah, it oh, snows. Really? Yeah. Well, if it's below freezing, it makes sense. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I think I'd, there's a fair chance that one day in my life I'd probably go to Australia for a prolonged period of time. You reckon? Yeah, I think so. Do Melbourne then, absolutely. So how do you feel about Neighbours finishing? Um, do you not indifferent? like Indifferent? What? I don't, I know. I, I did as a kid. I loved it, but I never... I, I never really watched it once I moved over here. But Neighbours is filmed from where I'm from. Neighbours is Melbourne. So I used to see, like, I used to go to a shopping centre called, like, Knox City, and I would see Paul Robinson there. Dr. Robinson. Yeah, I saw Harold Bishop once at my brother's football match. Um, Australian football. Yeah, Aussie football. Mm, So, yeah, sorry, not soccer. uh, Proper football. (laughs) Well, like, like. Like a, AFL, but a, it Aussie wasn't. Rules, it, it wasn't. Like, it was like VFL, the Victorian, not even VFL because he wasn't even that good. It was like little league, essentially for AFL football. But he was there, I think, supporting his grandson. Um, yeah, you see lots of neighbours people around. But yeah, I think it's. I think it's good. I think all things need to come to an end. Personally, like it's a new chapter in everyone's lives. Oh, that could be an amazing segue at the end of this podcast. <laughs> oh no! Before you go, um, <laughs> we do a weekly segment. Okay. Uh, which is the, sponsored by Bristol, Alpha Guest House. Yeah, Bristol's premium guest house My accommodation. Favorite. What's your personal Alpha Guest House? What's my personal? So I just wanted to off the top of your head, what's the worst place you've ever stayed? Hmm. Hmm. I would say either Uzbekistan. By the sounds of it, you might have stayed in the same place. Like the one I stayed in was horrible. It was so bad. Um, so all they had was Downton Abbey. No, they didn't even have that. Didn't even have electricity. Oh, <laughs> we were told that we we're allowed to camp. And then we were camping in like the Aral Aral Sea. Oh, the Aral Sea. Yeah, so we were camping there, and then. Oh, it's completely opposite side from. Oh, was it? Was, oh, yeah. okay. So we were like completely. Maybe they left. just told you like, oh, right, back yes, Aral Sea. Yeah, <laughs> like, they oh, should sweet. Have. <laughs> <laughs> but we had like two guys like come up with like AK forty sevens and military gear, and then they said to us like Bluetooth, Bluetooth, and we're like, what are you talking about? So I put my Bluetooth on, and they ended up sending me a video of someone being mauled to death by a wolf, and he's like, hotel. And I was like, okay. It was really surreal experience. I mean, that's a really, got, that's a really got good use of Bluetooth. Yeah, I know it's bizarre. <laughs> it's a very old school approach. But why do you need the Bluetooth? Show... Yeah, why can't you just show it to you? I know that's really weird. Now thinking about it, I, I don't it understand. Must take, it must take an agent to do that file transfer. Cause <laughs> yeah, because I still like... have it on my phone somewhere. My old phone. I have oh to find my god, the get it? Yeah, yeah. You must was... be so, like stood next to two guys with an AK forty seven, just waiting for this thing to load, like seventy five percent. And they had no English. <laughs> yeah, and, and you like must be like, yeah. so how do you pair? Like, like I say <laughs> yeah. what's your name? <laughs> yeah, and then they sent us that. So we went to the hotel, and then we rocked up, and the guy 
guy was wearing a Mongol rally t-shirt, which was great. So, oh, sweet, this is going to be fun. And he's like, yeah, shower doesn't work, electricity doesn't work, and I have only the beds, like I've got no, like, no sleeping bags or anything. So literally it was just a mattress. And then we'd go and, like, in there we'd bring our own sleeping bags and stuff and then we'd go to lie down and I'd put my head down and, like, the bottom of the bed was, like, brown, you know, when you can just see the lines of, like, it was really gross. I would say that would be my alpha guest house, that place. Sounds like a proper alpha I can send you a picture of it as well, actually. Yeah, so, please do, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I think that would be it. My alpha guest house. What's your guys' one? Have you already said it? I haven't. I don't, I don't think I have said it, but I don't I can't think of any right now. I've had... But to that Uzbekistan one, I remember one of the reviews was um, something about, like, the, um, the receptionist spitting on the floor. Oh, and, out, and out, we went out, out of habit, or I can't remember. I, I'll, I'll find the review again. But we, yeah. we booked this hotel online because there was nowhere else to stay, and we then looked at the reviews and were like, "Well," and we got there. It was pretty shit. But it was not as bad as in the reviews. To be fair, I can't think of any other worst place. I stayed. In, I, I stayed in a hostel in Germany that used to be, I think, a psychiatric ward. Because like all the showers were just like it looked, it looked and smelt like a hospital, mm. and the showers were like completely open, and there was just a toilet in the corner. It, it, like it was like you opened doors into a theater, like like a surgical theater, oh. and it was just like six showers with no partitions, and then a toilet with it's no like partitions. No partitions. Yeah, yeah, that was the weird thing. I went for I went for a poo, and I was I was cycling, <laughs> I was cycling with my mate, and I was like, Chris, don't come in because I'm gonna be shitting, and it's a big room. And he's like, okay, fine. And then he went in and he was like, oh, I know what you mean now. Like, I get why you don't ask me. But that wasn't the worst one. The worst <laughs> place I stayed is a place in Irkutsk. And I, I, I had to do a few jobs there after the rally finished. And I was like, oh, I'll do the company a favor. I'll find a nice cheap place. So I rocked up and it was like a, like a halfway house. So I was up on like the third floor. So I walked up the stairs to the third floor, opened the room and it was like... No, no, this is an exaggeration. It was this wide. I'm probably off screen now. Um, <laughs> it was like six foot wide. So that's six Subway sandwiches, Ed. Thank you. Um, that's how I do my measurements yeah. too. Uh, yeah, so it was six, sub six Subway sandwiches <laughs> wide, the room. It had like a chair with an old, an old tiny TV on it. And like it looked Showing like... Showing that snobby. I don't know, I didn't turn on. <laughs> and, um, and like a cot, like a, like a, a tiny prison bed. Uh, all I could hear was people <laughs> shouting, fighting, drinking, and everyone was just smoking and walking around the hotel. And I was there for about three hours. Wait, where was this again? Irkutsk. Oh, yes. Irkutsk, and, yeah. And uh, I was like, I can't do this. So I left. Wow. And I walked downstairs and I was like, you're going to give me my money back and I'm going to go somewhere else. And they were like, I don't think so. Well, three and hours like, is a bit late. And, and I was like, no, you are. Don't take this a bad way. I didn't realize you had standards. I do have standards. <laughs> Sometimes I, I don't like. I don't mind. I don't mind like roughing it. But I felt like oh, I might get murdered here. Yeah, it's just fair. Mental fucking drunk Russians. <laughs> but yeah, that's mine. Cool. I don't know what Kev's is now. Maybe his is Alpha Guest House. He did, we did oh, stay yeah, there. He did. Oh, and yours isn't. Well, to be I fair. had a great time when I was there. I don't know what the reviews are all talking about. It was delightful. The wait, the waitress, the waitress, the the lady, the hostess, the one that greets you at the door. She was really nice. We had like the bed just by the window. We could open the windows. We each got a, like. It was great. I had well, no. The, the way I picture it is like you know how in nice hotels, like very nice hotels, you get there, 
and there's like a they they greet you with like like a drink on a arrival drink or yeah something like that i imagine the same thing with like a syringe yeah or a line of coke or something yeah <laughs> oh, it wouldn't be coke that's far too nice oh that's too fancy like, for them yeah it's syringe like dry for sure be like, be like ice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i think we were we were also very very intoxicated that night we stayed there as well so i probably don't remember half of it either what did you go Ah, because we were coming to do an interview with the adventurers when we weren't working there at the time for the rally. So you were not living here? No, so we needed a hotel. So the, the adventurers were like, don't worry, we've got you guys somewhere. And they booked us in to no the way. Alpha they did that. They yeah, did. Yeah, we used to do that a lot. Yeah. It was well, to see if they were capable of surviving. No, just because it was fun. And it was cheap. Funny and cheap, yeah. Yeah. But there was a, have you seen that place of the Coliseum? It's called the Coliseum. It's in Bristol. It's just around the corner from... The, no, it's opposite the church, you know, like Redcliffe Way. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's one. They don't. They no longer have accommodation there because Ash stayed there, and I think that was a lot worse than Alpha Guest House because that's no longer running. Oh, what? And so he's never told us. I didn't realize there was this like this like lineage. We can like date it back to Roman times. Yeah, maybe like maybe it's just called the Colosseum, <laughs> but there must have been like each Alpha Guest House, like the spirit. Yeah. Moves, moves from a bu- from building to building. It definitely has like spirits of it. I feel like it. there's a TV show out there. We should. Um, oh, we should. Netflix. Sponsor us. <laughs> if anyone at Netflix watches this, definitely sponsor <laughs> us, please. You found us somehow. Congrats. It's, uh, it's weird going back now to Australia and hearing other Aussies, Aussies living there and being like, oh, you've got a very strong accent. It's clearly it's me, not them, but I just think they're getting more and more Aussie every time I go back. Like my friend Cam, he's got the thickest accent. It sounds like Steve Irwin. Love it. <laughs> my my boss is from uh, South Africa. Like he's got a South African accent and you don't meet that many South Africans, really. No. Uh, so I'm like, yeah, that's South African accent, yeah. And today I actually met his brother who lives in South Africa. And apart from the fact that they look identical, his brother has like the same voice, but such a strong accent. Oh, it's like, oh, yeah, bro. Like, yeah, like, yeah, like proper, like. proper, like, because he lives there and, and my boss doesn't anymore. I was like, oh, you, you don't have a, a South <laughs> African accent then? Like, he does, you don't. Yeah, it's strange how, like, I mean, you lose it. It's normal, I guess. Yeah. But like you ev- still sound Australian, don't worry. To everyone here, but whenever I go back home, honestly, everyone's like, oh, you sound like a pom or something There's like that. Yeah. no way. They always, always say They just it. haven't heard English people. They must not. I met the Real Housewives of Melbourne because I love reality TV. And I was in the Melbourne city and they were there. And I was like, oh, my gosh, can I get a photo? And she's like, oh, my gosh, your accent's so cute. Where are you from? I'm like, here, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, See, I only I've only ever experienced the opposite of that. Like every time really? I've gone back to Swansea, people are like, you "Sound like you're from fucking England, boy." And I'm like, "No, I'm from from Swansea." Yeah, so it's the same, but so in, it's the same. But 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 well, they don't say it's cute. No, <laughs> no one's ever been like, "Oh, I love your accent." Like you don't sound like you're from here. <laughs> Oh, I do love the Welsh accent. Best accent in the world. I actually think it's pretty good, to be fair. Yeah. I honestly think it's like the best Sam, accent. Sam's got there. a premium accent. I oh, really like Sam's does. accent. Oh, no. Yeah. <sighs> I hope he's not listening to this. Oh. He's not going to let this go, ever. This is a good test to know if he is listening, actually. Yeah, Let's see if he true. says anything. <laughs> I know he listens to a lot of them, but well, we'll see if he made it to the end of this podcast. <laughs> but I think you have the nicest accent, Sam. Yeah, I, yeah, think, I, do. I think so. I think he does. Yeah, it's pretty and yeah, his way of talking just so... It's so musical, the Welsh, yeah. I find. And it is true. The Welsh language is ridiculous as well, which is what I love even more. Like, what was it? 
microwave. You can say it. I'm not very good at Welsh. Poppity ping. Poppity ping. And then have you heard what jellyfish is in Welsh? No. Oh, this is the best. Push God wibbly wobbly. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Push God fish. Wibbly wobbly. <laughs> Jelly. <laughs> oh, isn't it the best? Wibbly wobbly. Yeah, push God wibbly wobbly. Push God wibbly wobbly. There you go. And poppity ping. They're the two I know. That and Kutch as well. But yeah, love the Welsh. That's amazing. Is, yeah. is, when did they make that up? The, the well, probably uh, wobbly, I wobbly imagine thing. around around jellyfish. <laughs> the time jellyfish were discovered. That's it's crazy. Quite, That's quite a... onomatopoeic. Yeah, no, love it. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> my mum sounds fake. My mum, oh, my mum's brilliant. My mum's, my mum's. She lived in Wales for like forty odd years now. Uh, no, more than that, fifty years. Um, but she's not Welsh. No, she's not. Welsh. She's, oh. from, she's from Kent. Uh, we never live it down in South Wales. Um, <laughs> and she she could never work out why. There was a chain of hotels in Wales that she'd never seen outside of outside anywhere else in the UK. And it's called Hotel Guesty. And she was like, it took me 25 years to work out that Guesty is just the word for hotel in Welsh. Because, you know, they put it like oh. they have a bilingual oh sign. She's God, like, there's yeah. all these Hotel Guesties. I've never stayed at one of them. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense, Eva. Oh, bless your mum. <laughs> Pull it together, Carol. <laughs> oh i think i think it's normal like because we obviously you might not be here next week or you might even be here by popular demand why don't you yeah pick the next country for us to go to oh okay okay um as i've listened to every single podcast oh, God, yeah. i know what countries have already done no i do actually i feel like you could probably do some more obscure ones maybe because you've done a lot of Hmm. I mean, we did do America just now. That's true. And you did Australia. We have done the Susu. Yeah, you did. Um, Maybe. You've done Madagascar as well, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Iceland. No. um, I think Canada would be cool, but that's not really obscure, is it? Like, I just would love to know more about Canada because I think it's such a cool country. I actually quite like Canada. Do Canada? Okay, Canada it is. Yeah, I love Canada. I've been as well. I'll tell Kev when he gets home. Oh, have you? Yeah. Where else did you go? Uh, from Calgary to Vancouver. Oh, I'd love to do well, Vancouver. Save, save it for next week. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it's just sorry. a little teaser. I'll listen to it on the podcast. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, coming in hot next week, Canada. Or cold. It's actually quite cold there. Anyway, yeah. see you next week. <laughs> Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, Bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.